0: We're doing a countdown to the opening of the show in five, four, three, two, and one. And oh, I got a notification that our stream has started. So welcome everybody. This is episode Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, twenty. Of sports goofs. Uh, I wanna make sure are we are we on all the networks guys, Twitch, a lot of stuff? Let's I, see. Yes, yeah. I I see we're on YouTube. That's perfect. And uh, I'm joined here by my my good buddies, Charles, Mr. WWE, and Andrew, Mr. Orlando. Hello. I've been giving, I've been, I've been giving people Mr. Nicknames lately because I saw Gabe Glasser, a friend of ours from law school, and I call him Mr. E-O-I-R. Uh, I won't tell you the meaning of that, but I'm just giving people Mr. Nicknames at this point. Uh, I'm not going to give myself one, though. We had a really big thing about um, Giving
1: each other really random nicknames In law school um, Like one of our classmates Gave I guess technically he's still a sports goof Doug Yeah. Um, Dougie Souls was his nickname uh, Another one Was um, Scotty Norbs uh, So, so Charles knows what we we're talking about so pretty much any name a one syllable name or a one syllable name plus an e at the end and then their last name shortened and then put an s to it <laughs> uh,
0: yeah essentially that was it um, all right so we have there's a ton of NHL games on tonight uh, we are down to the final fours for For men's and women's basketball, we are down to the Frozen Four in NCAA hockey. Men's. Uh, Men's hockey. The women's hockey is already wrapped up. Uh,
1: Congratulations to the Wisconsin Badgers.
0: The NBA season, there's about four games on tonight. And the season's about to wrap up as well for the NBA. And finally, baseball has started. So we all have hopes and dreams, except for me. Uh, (laughs) Well, I do have my own hopes, and we'll get to that soon enough. But guys, uh, first things first, let's... Let's get to the to, to the one league that we care about. That's the Alliance of American Football.
1: Oh, brother. It, it, it came out today. So I'll, I, I'm the resident AAF person in the crew, crew so I'll, I'll just announce it. it. Um, so, so the AAF, it's uh, basically its owner in a sense because he's the majority owner based on how much money he put down. What was his name Poland or Tom Dundon? What's that? The
0: the Bill hurricanes Paulian. guy? No, the yeah. hurricanes guy backed out, right? No, no, he, it's he that guy. Yeah, yeah like
1: Dunden. Thank you, Freddie, and welcome to the podcast. I knew I could count on you, Freddie. Dunder
0: Mifflin from 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 the office.
1: <laughs> um, BU, fuck Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well then, we are already starting off on a good note. I'm assuming that's his. Burles, uh, his yes, uh, the
1: AAF yeah, is Dunn. done. <laughs>
0: it was killed it should be on law and order
1: well Well, it's not killed officially let me let me clarify that they have just suspended operations which means that they are they haven't officially shut down yet i want to make make that that clear so they're
0: essentially like the arena football league which has like 40 other teams suspending operations or something
1: um but all indications are in the next couple of days, they will officially shut down entirely. So let me just give some background on this for anyone that doesn't know. So I
0: don't know all these details, so this is good for me. So, so back, back
1: in February, it was, I think the the AAF was two weeks in. There were rumors abound that they didn't have enough money to even pl- uh, pay. Hold Hold on a second. In the American sports system, the AAF <laughs> is represented by two separate yet equally important groups: <laughs> the players they can't get and the investors who shut down the failing league. Yeah. These are their <laughs> stories. <laughs> dun, dun. Credit to you, Locks the Fox.
0: Oh, that's great. That is uh, fantastic. Shout out
1: to Locks the Fox from Reddit for that one. That's beautiful. Oh, brother. <laughs> Uh goodness. So the the story behind it is the AAF allegedly didn't have enough capital to pay its players uh, after just the second week of the of the season, so they had to find a mega backer to help them out, and that mega backer was Dundon. I forget his first name. Dundon, who is also the... Oh, Tom. He, Tom Dundon. Tom Dundon, thank you. Uh, Tom Dundon, who is also the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes in the NHL. He said he was going to put up $250 million total, but put $70 million up front. So everyone thought, okay, this is good. The original plan for the league was they were going to... Be in the red for three years until they can ingratiate themselves with the NFL and become essentially their minor league system. Dundon wanted to accelerate things a bit to now. The problem with that is they were wanted, the AAF wanted NFL practice players, but those practice players, no matter how little to no playing time they're going to get, they're still covered by the NFL PA in the collective bargaining agreement. And it is next to impossible to change a collective bargaining agreement in a couple of weeks. So, Dundon, in essence, by doing this, set the AAF up to fail. Because, and the problem. The thing though is, talks were promising with, between the NFL, the NFLPA, and the AAF. They were on the track to getting some sort of agreement going, but it wasn't obviously fast enough for Dundon. And since he is the controlling owner, he has the most money put into this thing, what he says goes. So he officially suspended operations today, and based on reports, um, practice player that gets hurt in an AAF game is useless to an NFL team who would need them. Exactly. That's what the NFLPA's problem was. But... Dundon said you're going to give us this or we're going to shut down the leak and he didn't get it so he shut down the he didn't shut down the leak he suspended operations um but based on the tone that interviewers gave uh it looks like this isn't going to be uh they're not going to be restarting anytime soon so this is probably the end for the AAF. Okay um
0: I mean it's too bad. Like I I wanted to talk about essentially why I think it failed. Um, for 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 one, I think it was essentially what this Tom Dundon did. It's trying to shoehorn or trying to rush this whole He was basically uh, doing the the DCEU version of of minor league football, just trying to just trying to get it out the door and see if how quickly you could get it to happen and you know be successful like other minor leagues. But he he couldn't do it, um, and that was the issue with the AAF, and I think it's the issue with a lot of these startup um, football leagues that are trying to do this. I mean, really, the only like minor pro league that I think has any semblance of success is the Canadian Football League, and it's you know it's 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 a different take on the sport. It is completely, um, right. I know
1: most people think At, that it's the same, but it is completely different. Yeah, it's
0: different, the field is bigger, the players, it, it, it's, just, it's just a different game. But, I mean, the NFL tried to do this, like, in, with the NFL Europe back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, and then you have, like, the Arena Football League, but that's, you know, that's still not, com- it's just still a different game. Just, a, just even what little semblance of the league that is left. So I thought the AAF should have been something akin to how the NBA created the G League. And by that, I mean the G League was more of an organic creation by the NBA. They looked at all of these other basketball leagues, like um, the Continental Basketball Association, uh, just these leagues that ran you know, out there in the Midwest or whatever, and they essentially absorbed those teams to become part of the initial franchises of the G League. For example, the the Miami Heat's affiliate, the Sioux Falls Sky Force out in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They were a former member of the Continental Basketball Association, from what I recall. And they, they'd been in the league for, for quite a while and were an established franchise. So the NBA didn't just they they created some teams they would they would have to but they didn't just do that they also absorbed all of these existing franchises with their existing fans and existing markets so that it could thrive and they could help in the development of their players and all with you know the backing of their of the players association for the NBA Um, Because it just means more jobs for them and it means um, they're they're taking care of these guys. These guys have a chance, uh, guys coming out of college or from Europe or whatever, uh, to actually play some professional basketball and and also play under a system that could lead to an NBA franchise. Um, So the G League was, was nice with regards to that. And now the G League has 30 franchises. There's an affiliate for each of the NBA franchises. And... And I would say that most of the teams are are successful in a sense, but at the very least, they've spread the market for basketball, and it works. I think. Had the NFL, if the NFL tried, or or the AF had tried to, maybe not, like the, the big massive TV deals. They tried to, you know, have so much fanfare, so much noise about it that it kind of killed them in the end like they should have just kind of laid low been a little more subtle about it and then maybe in like if they could sustain themselves for three or four years then start you know pushing for that type of stuff
1: well like i said earlier the plan from bill Polian and the rest of the original aaf investors was to essentially operate in the red for the first couple of seasons uh Damn, shouldn't should have chosen a different team instead of the Express. <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. And
0: actually, the the San Antonio Commanders they were the most successful of the franchises. They they had an average attendance of like forty thousand. So it wasn't like it couldn't work.
1: No, it, it absolutely it absolutely had the it could have it could have survived, and it was surviving if it just had an investor who wasn't out for. Um, we could say nefarious reasons. I, I won't speculate too further in, too much further into that, but some people think that Dundon was out to scuttle the league so he could get their intellectual property to uh, simulcast gambling, um, which would be totally illegal. Okay. Um, and if, if for anyone that doesn't know, the AAF, uh, introduced, uh, it's not actual gambling because no, no money is involved mm-hmm. but on its app it does a simultaneous simulcast you get to choose or predict what plays are going to happen all the way down to is it going to be a running play to the left? Is it going to be a running play to the right? Will it be just a straight pass play? Etc.
0: I, I mean it kind of reminds me of this, I think it was called Preplay play app. It was like a game on if they had it for the NHL and Major League Baseball, you would it was a game of you chose, you know, hey, is this going to be a base hit? Is this going to be a bunt? Is this going to be whatever? It's same thing for NHL. It was pretty fun, but I think it only lasted for a few seasons for both leagues.
1: Here, can we pull something up on the screen really quick? Cool. What is it? Um, it's the last AAF rankings from Freddie. It's up on Twitch.
0: Sure. Can you send me the link?
1: Absolutely. Um, Absolutely, but
0: um, I don't know. I, I just think that they. I just think they they kind of did it in a. They try to make everything happen so fast, and it became so unorganic, disingenuous. I don't know, but
1: this, this was a mm. this was a total coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's a shame. Um, this could have worked. It would have worked, and it should have worked, but it didn't work, and unfortunately. Uh, what is that saying Uh, close only is in horseshoes and hand grenades Uh, same basic thing they were close to making this work but it didn't happen thanks to Dundon wanting to uh, accelerate things a bit but short of some miracle uh, the AAF is done and I was telling I was telling the guys this the other day in our messenger in our messenger chat I think the AAF was the last, I know the XFL is coming next year, but I think if the AAF couldn't survive, that is, they were the last hope for another pro football league. Even if they weren't directly competing with the NFL, um, that went by the wayside a long time ago. I think the XFL was the last possible Possible chance chance for that that to happen. happen.
0: Uh, and we'll see yeah, what happens you know, with that.
1: And you know how that turned out, the 2001 version. Right. Um, I blame Vince McMahon in part. The AAF tried to launch with short run-up in order to beat XFL 2.0. That's,
0: that's a nice segue <laughs> to see what Charles thinks about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Charles, i can get
2: in touch on this. Um, I never cared for the AAF. Uh, I didn't care for anything that tried to be anything that wasn't independent of itself. I think the AF came in with the presumption of being a G League or an expanded practice squad. And what you guys got to remember is that to get people to want to view it, you need to have the big players, the big names, the big wild moments. I watched some highlights to it, and it was just like bad. The defenses play nice to some degree because they at least hit the guys hard. But when your star players across the league or Garrett Gilbert, Trent Richardson, uh, Zach Stacy, and I only know some of these guys because they were your playoff, or not your playoff, but they're your fantasy football guys. I mean, Charles Johnson, who used to play for the Minnesota Vikings. Everybody else is kind of bad. And what you guys have to realize is that a lot of these players from the AAF, it's not, aside from the few feel-good stories that came in there, they were just bad dudes coming out of college. They had the scouting committees. in the 32 teams in the NFL that says, crap, 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 maybe we'll take you, maybe we'll take you, you have some off-field issues, you have potential. And then the highlight to them was, hey, we got Johnny Manziel, who did nothing coming into it. Now, I understand it's a little bit more complicated, but they rushed into going to the AF, because they didn't have money for payroll in the second week. What happened was, Vince McMahon sold some stocks from his, from his company, from WWE, to create Anthem, right? the a big sports entertainment thing, aside from sports, or from the wrestling, I guess. And then what happened is Charlie Oberstall, Bill Paulian, they're like, hey, let's beat them to punch because there's no legitimacy on your end. Let's go rush it. Let's get owners and investors who can't, who don't really want to invest in much. And mind you, these are guys who are probably just millionaires, not billionaires. They're not Jerry Jones who can at least, you know, pull in some money to help fund them. That's why they would go to Tom Dundon. So I don't feel bad because what's the old idea is that you sold out too quickly and you couldn't keep your in the word, you can keep your in the bargain. You didn't create exciting football. You didn't have an image. And it's one of those things where and listen, for those who know that I'm a wrestling fan, I have gripe with Vince McMahon. That will be heard later in the day. Um, <laughs> but Vince won out because he's being patient with it. They can build the XFL, at least have an idea where the AAF's failings are, and you know, take those failings and work from there. Maybe the idea that we shouldn't because you gotta think of all the money that's going to be owed to the NFL, to TBS, to TNC for the broadcasting rights that they put in there that there's gonna be nothing to broadcast. Advertisers, okay, yeah, sure, you get some paychecks, but it leaves a bad taste in the mouth, and you know what happens? It makes a lot of the owners who contribute look like fools. It makes Bill Polian kinda of look foolish, and here was always the simple solution. This is why I never liked the AAF. If your idea is like, we wanna get more guys more practice-ready, um, or not even practice-ready, but game-ready come the uh, this of the year for the NFL, the simple solution is this you expand the roster from 53 to like 60 to 65. So that way you can actually call up dudes have them have the proper training, have them be the next man up in case injuries occur. And here's another thing about the AF. Why would I want to take a chance on guys who came out two or three years ago, four years ago even, when I have a new crop of guys coming in from college football every year? Whereas I don't know what the XFL is going to do, but something tells me they're going to want to be – Away from the teat of NFL, Roger Goodell, and everybody else, and be their own independent person. There are single. They're single, independent female guys. They ain't not no man. They might be more <laughs> successful than that. I don't know, but you know, they can learn <laughs> from the failures and their own thing. And if anything, imitations or imitation is the highest form of flattery. So they can mm-hmm. mimic what they want, but they can learn from the mistakes. I think they might go longer than one seat hell they can't even stay they can go them finishing a season in the xfl is a compliment because we only got like eight games in
1: that's for true. the AF.
2: you didn't even get the playoffs so it's a success on everybody else bob stoops because that's the only big name and oliver luck that I can recall that made it whereas they didn't do it here
0: yeah all right uh oh, but there is one thing actually before we move on to this this thing that i posted up actually um uh, so, I think uh, me and Andrew were here uh, Saturday setting up for the show. Um, and we happened to catch, what was the game? The San Antonio Commanders? It was, San- it no, the, it was Memphis Express, right? It was the Memphis Express. Versus Orlando. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was versus yeah, the Orlando Apollos. Yeah, they were upsetting them.
1: Um, and, of course, for anyone that, well, I think everyone knows... Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, was signed yeah. to the Memphis Express, and well, the background is he had started the game initially. I believe I didn't catch the beginning of the game, um, but he was knocked out of the game with a potential concussion. Um, he took it wasn't it wasn't uh, blatant, it wasn't nefarious in any way. But he uh, he tried to he threw an interception, uh, went for a low tackle on the returner, right. Um, and in the process went a little bit too low, so he was near the ground and he got kneed in the head by the returner. Right. Again, it was I don't think anyone would think it was a nefarious hit. It wasn't intentional. He mm-hmm. just got in the way of a guy running. Um, so he's knocked out of the game and he spent the rest of the game recuperating, obviously. And this is where I'll let Francisco. Chime in.
0: So we were watching the game, and I, I didn't even know that happened. But I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't even care at that point. But we were watching the game streaming on YouTube. Somebody was streaming the stream on YouTube. <laughs> it was a streamception, if you will. But uh, the comments on YouTube, and I love YouTube comments for this very reason. Like, there's some sometimes where I hate it, sometimes where I love it. But gosh darn these people were brutal. Uh, so there was a there was a point where they had a shot of Johnny Manziel sitting not even on the sidelines like in like near the tunnel uh eating i think it was a basket of nachos i think it was a basket of nachos okay it was a basket of nachos and he's just sitting there eating inside of, with like his, his jacket on or something he was in his uh civilian clothes and so the people commenting were so effing funny like there was there was a nice escalation it's like oh johnny football is eating nachos uh, they were calling him johnny nachos And then Johnny Cocaine. And then Johnny Heroin. I put Johnny Uranium.
1: (laughs) Just all these substances. For college football fans, uh, the only way I can describe it really uh, is it looked very, very similar to Urban Meyer after he lost the Big Ten championship a few years ago where he was sitting on, I guess you can call it a gator, one of those little utility carts. Um, And he was all alone eating his own personal papa john's pizza looking very sad that i'll send you a picture to put it up on the screen
0: okay but the comments here so here's one of some we took, we took a couple of screenshots from the comments so here yeah johnny Manzo. yeah so i was just chilling here in the trash can where i belong and i found these nachos can you believe somebody threw out almost a full basket of nachos <laughs> And then and then the other comment here, uh, Johnny Menzel ejected from the game for butt chucking a nip of fentanyl. (laughs) And then the second one here, uh, uh, Johnny Menzel ejected for keystering a fan's popcorn bucket while tripping on acid. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, uh, Johnny is currently strung out in an abandoned Best Buy parking lot with a needle in his arm. I can't. Oh God! Just just for the sake of a few more games of Johnny Manziel in the AAF, I'm just I'm I regret Tom Dundon shutting down the league for now.
1: Hold on, check your uh, check your Facebook really quick. Uh, thanks to Freddie, he got there before I did. Um, I want to show like a side by side comparison between Urban Meyer and Johnny Manziel. Uh, because that was the very fitting.
0: Where, where did you send it?
1: Uh, Facebook, right now.
0: To me or to the to the to the group. sports
1: goose to the group? I don't see it.
0: I see Frozen there, Four. It should be there in a sec.
1: All right, give me a already. Uh, I'm also trying to pull up a picture of. If not
0: I can Google search it. I'm assuming it's on Google.
1: Yeah. Um, let me see. Was it Urban
0: Meyer eating a bowl of nachos?
1: Yeah. No, 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 Irwin Meyer Pizza.
0: <laughs> oh, there's a... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's up.
2: <laughs> uh, looked like my Saturday night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's... Okay. <laughs> Eat sad post-Lost pizza
1: this is that has become that has become a meme in college football circles Uh, whenever something bad or sad happens um, uh, everyone thinks of oh and I found a clip I found a clip of him eating uh, (laughs) I found a clip of him eating uh, uh, eating the nachos
0: oh there's the the gif you found it (laughs) It looks even more sad. It's from SB Nation. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Oh, thank you, Internet. Thank you very much. I'm very much happy now.
1: Hold on, check. Uh... <laughs> I
0: love the I love the tags next to it. Sad eating <laughs> Ohio State. Urban Meyer.
1: Check. Uh, check Facebook again. I just sent over. A, oh a God. Tweet.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: I mean, it
2: must be good nachos. You know, oh, I'm
1: sure they to were Memphis for nachos. Memphis is. I wonder if they were barbecue nachos. I mean, that would make sense considering it is Memphis.
0: All right. what Okay. This you you sent me this. Let's see what this is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that's that's. Yeah. There it is. I'm trying to see if it can play, but if it doesn't, regardless, believe me, he's eating the nachos, <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. Uh, okay. All right, guys. Uh, is that our is that the end of our AAF coverage for now until the sun blows us up?
1: I suppose so. I mean, if something changes, we'll obviously apprise you of such changes. But it really does not appear like any any miraculous miracle is going to happen to save the AAF, uh, which should be unfortunate because I had a lot of fun watching. Uh, the Orlando Apollos, I wish I could have gotten to a game. I actually thought I would have been able to make it to a game at some point. Um, alas, it was not in the cards. And actually, speaking of Orlando, you brought up... That's true.
0: It's actually our, our thumbnail. They are forever the AAF champions. They are the 94 Expos of the AF.
1: Exactly. Of anyone that doesn't know the Montreal Expos in '94, they were the top team in the league, had the best record. They were all but guaranteed to make it to the playoffs, and were definitely the front runners to win the World Series. But then the '94 lockout struck, and that wiped out the rest of the season. And then they went back to it media. A,
0: it was a player strike. It wasn't a lockout, so
1: it was player strike. Sorry, you know, a, um, it's a, it's a blame on both sides there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then they went back to mediocrity after that.
0: Uh yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, okay, guys. Uh, moving on, uh, just some uh, NFL thing. Uh, I just wanted to get this out of the way. Um, so NFL draft hats have been revealed. Uh, I don't watch the NFL draft. I couldn't care less because I'm a Dolphins fan. Even though I should probably <laughs> care because our season is gonna be a tank tastic. Uh, Endeavor in 2019. Uh, however, the the new era, who which I'm wearing a new era cap right now. They're not my non-sponsor, but I'm wearing a Houston Astros new era cap right now, uh, a team that does give me hope, on my American League team, and uh, they just released a design that's based on 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 the city flags of the NFL teams that um, you know they belong to. So we have the. It here, so it's pretty interesting. You have Casey there, you have Jacksonville all in team colors, you have Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, uh, Denver, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's flag is so weird,
1: <laughs> it just it is, is. It is the worst flag in the history of
0: ever. Uh, I think Seattle just has the um, the 12th man, they're the corny marketing gimmick. I
1: think I, I, think I saw a hat, for... and the
0: Oakland Raiders have a U.S. flag, but that's only because they Oakland does not love them anymore, that's for sure. So mm-hmm. that, I think that makes sense. Uh, they just have the U.S. flag. I guess it, it stands for Raider Nation, I'm assuming. And then uh, let's see. So we got Atlanta, Arizona, Buffalo. It's all pretty dark. I think, I don't know, Baltimore looks very plain. I don't think they did anything. And uh, Same thing for Green Bay.
1: Steelers looking like a taxi cab. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's true. That is true the uh, J- jets is coming soon because the jets are going to have a new logo even though it was leaked there if you mm-hmm. saw it i think that's probably it uh you got tennessee washington and uh yeah uh let's see the bears oh the bears don't have anything either that, that would have been nice chicago has a nice flag
1: they do it's very nice um, the Bull- one of my favorite the
0: chicago bulls have a city edition version of that flag and it looks really nice
1: BU brought up regarding you not watching the draft. He said, there's a difference between caring and subjecting yourself to three days of people talking about nothing.
0: That is true.
1: That is very true.
0: Um, It's pretty pretty much my perspective on all prospects and... You know all that stuff. I, I just, I, I just need to see it. What I just need to see it happen in front of me. Okay, these guys you keep telling me are good. I mean, God, it's like Jeremy Hermita old Florida Marlin. Like, oh, this guy's gonna be good. He never panned out. You know, was, Jeremy Hermita, you suck. You're my, you're my non, non sponsor for for this week. <laughs> Wherever he is, sitting on his millions of dollars. Um,
1: Charles, uh, coming in. No, to has- just. <laughs>
0: Jimmy Neutron look. <laughs> there for. Yeah, that is true. Jimmy Neutron was on TV like a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah, the movie like on Showtime or something like that. Showtime. I didn't watch it though. I, didn't watch. I don't like the movie. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, got a blast. Um... <laughs> All right, so that's our football talk. There's nothing else. I was going to talk about Levy and horrible music video, but. But we're running out of time. No, yeah, we're already half an hour into this, so.
1: Well, there was a lot. We've been gone. Well. We've been, yeah, we've been gone. We've been gone for three weeks, but there was, I guess you could call the AAF uh, suspending breaking news. I guess you could call it that
0: we we were suspended a little less than the aaf that's for sure i think we we'll we were a little less, i think oh there was a comment uh that i posted on our facebook page where somebody commented so you you're telling me that big baller brand lasted longer than oh, the that, aaf
1: that is just awful that so, it's as far <laughs> go ahead I'm sorry no 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 go ahead i've been i've been um, oh as far as
2: as far as I'm concerned, we've lasted longer than the AF. This is the second season of the show, you guys. Think about that? what that three-week break was. That is
0: true. That is true. This is our 20th episode, so we have lasted longer than the AAF. Uh, <laughs> we've lasted longer. We're in better financial condition.
1: Although we did suspend <laughs> operations a couple of times. One but of we, them, are we are running. still running.
0: We are the Arena Football League of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's only four of us, and some of them. That fourth one, we're not even sure if we gets there. Well, but
1: technically five.
0: Yeah, technically five. Technically. It's basically that. Um, okay, so uh, all right, Andrew, let's let's go to a, a more cheery topic. The former cup. Let's see who got arrested.
1: Oh yeah. So, uh, let me pull up the information here. I just had it here
0: So for those of you who don't know, and I guess I will do the disclaimer We are not you know, the official you know, podcast of the Fulmer Cup
1: Unofficial Did you say unofficial? I say we are not the official Oh, but sorry yes.
0: <laughs> We are not the official podcast of the Fulmer Cup The Fulmer Cup is a creation of the Reddit uh, board college football, RCFB uh, Just a group of college football fans that are crazy about college football beyond anything that I've ever seen And uh, they love college football so much that they've created a competition called the Fulmer Cup, uh, named after I guess a former coach. You said
1: it was a or former former athletic director
0: or something like. Well, regardless, uh,
1: former coach at Tennessee, right?
0: Essentially, uh, counting up the arrests and creating a point system to award a a college football uh, organization so that they can be the off season champions. So, uh, Andrew, what you got for us?
1: Well, since we were off the air for three weeks, um, we had quite a bit of action. Uh, most of it in the SEC. So we had counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine arrests. Uh, any ranging anywhere from possession of marijuana all the way to i don't want to bring it up on air since it's it's kind of dark but let's just say um there is a special place in hell allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. we don't know it innocent until proven, proven guilty. guilty but okay. if they are mm-hmm. guilty but we the only
0: only the arrest count but yeah
1: exactly but if it's guilty this person deserves a special place in hell. Um, of course, you can go to the Fulmer Ooh. Cup website to yeah. see what I'm talking about, but okay. I just don't want to bring it up on air. Okay, that's fine. Um, anyway, so nine arrests uh, one, two, five of them came from the University of Georgia.
0: I was just in Atlanta. A couple weeks ago, so I, I should probably when I when I pass by the College Football Hall of Fame, I should just be like, "Hey guys, you guys are winning at something finally."
1: <laughs> um, and like I said, the SEC was really on top of it. Uh, we had
0: as the SEC
1: should. Um, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the nine arrests in the three weeks that we've been gone were SEC teams. And they say they don't care about education. We have Mississippi State has. Oh, don't one. don't let my brother-in-law hear that one. <laughs> uh, Georgia, as I alluded to earlier, had five. Um, Tennessee and LSU were the other two teams. So okay. Very, and the the remaining one was a player from the University of Louisiana at Monroe.
0: Okay, so the SEC basically in the last three weeks uh, have really stepped up their game.
1: Uh, Exactly.
0: They're getting really bored out in those uh, middle-of-nowhere towns
1: with those schools. Uh, I will say this, though, that um, uh, as of last check, uh, Nebraska is still in the lead for most arrests. Um, We haven't officially awarded points yet, but in terms of actual arrests, Nebraska is still in the lead
0: all righty all right so that's that's that basically it
1: that's basically it i mean um i don't want to waste there was so much going on that it, it would take forever just to go in and dissect
0: yeah i mean but we can we can rest assured that the sec has come come out strong oh absolutely no question absolutely. Yeah, as they as they they are wont to do
1: the sec has nine total arrests Just
0: upstanding individuals
1: and they, they were slow for the first couple of months. They had one in January. They had one in February. They came on strong with well, actually 10. I have an input. The I mean, it was March, 11.
0: spring break. So that that causes a lot, of, uh, a lot of issues there.
1: Actually, 11, because I forgot to input the two that happened today, as a matter of fact. Two Georgia linebackers were arrested four hours ago <laughs> for the possession of marijuana.
0: Okay. Alrighty. Uh, uh, yeah, that's our four more Cup update, guys. So we'll head on back here to the main screen now. We've we've covered, we've done all our football talk for, yes. for this time. We talked about football. Uh, finally we are um, I, I think I'd like to talk about baseball if you guys wanna wanna head on over to that.
1: I can, I can always talk baseball. talk baseball. Okay,
0: so Opening day finally happened, even though it really technically did happen in, in Japan. And we had a very appropriate send off for Ichiro Suzuki. Um, I'm, I just want to say, very lucky that I could see him in person play for my team, the Marlins. I, he graced I us did, with our presence.
1: I did as well. I was very fortunate.
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember I was interning at the city of Miami. Uh, during that summer when he was going after 3000 and I went to like I think there was like that last homestand before he w- I went to like almost every game just to see if I could catch that three thousandth hit um, because I, I want to you know catch all these really important moments in in Miami sports history but he got in you know Denver but regardless uh, congratulations to Ichiro on a great career Um i'm sure he's got stock in nintendo or something like that i have no idea uh, i paid his salary for a few seasons uh while he was in seattle by buying all my my gamecube accessories so uh and, and charles as well and charles as well um, i'm sure as nintendo Wii mm-hmm. paid for a lot of ichiro's kids uh breakfast you know like what charles speedwell said uh so but okay, opening day happened for real in the us and uh guys let's talk about our hopes and dreams so uh, let's ha- let's talk to the guy who I think has the most hopes, and it's Charles. <laughs> and you're you're New York Yankees. So how, how's it going? How's it going? How, how are you enjoying Giancarlo standing on the on the injured list already?
2: Uh, it's it's not even you know. I, I feel like the injury bug just doesn't give up the goods to one player and it wants to spread it around. He's still one man, and that man was Jacoby Ellsbury. But instead now it's Giancarlo's out for ten games. We lost Miguel Aguilar at third baseman. He's probably going to be gone for the season. And it was, I had this conversation with one cohort the other day. You know, when an injury happens to anybody else in a sport, it's panic, the big-time guy. When injury happens in baseball, because we had a guy for out for Carlo, really it's the plug and play. I don't worry too much about the off, the defensive production. Like someone's going to be able to catch the ball outfield. Guess what? 99% of the time, it's a pop ball. You just go, stick your hand out, try not to get the sun in your eyes, and you grab it. There's a few of those athletic plays. Of course, the, the arm that you have to kind of come off, it's more or less the concern is the injuries and how it affects our lineup when it comes to hitting. Um, season's still young. I already feel like a, you know, dejected fan, but that's baseball. You can't give weight in the first week to a team that are winning constantly, such as the Mets. You can't give weight to your team winning, being the Marlins, being better than what you're expected. And you can't give you know, weight to the Red Sox, who are just sucking. You have to really wait until about June to be like, all right, now we know what's kind of getting in there. Speaking of which, right now the Yanks are up 1-0. Mets are up 5-1 on the Marlins. Interesting time for uh, baseball because there's some excitement with like Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. I don't follow... You know the Phillies. I don't follow the Padres, but when I look at all these injuries that happened to the Yankees, I'm like, would things change at the end of our season if we picked up one of those guys? I want to say no, but it's that sick little Mm tormenting game I like to do at night. So, for me, expectations were moderate, which was at least get into the AL playoffs. I still, still early, but I think even with the injuries that we have, it can still be done because we're beasts. So are almost everybody else in the AL East, but. I'm happy so far with the results. If we just beat the bad teams, split the teams against great teams, and come out in
1: series over good teams.
0: All right, Andrew. How about you? how How, how do you feel about the the good old Rays?
1: I mean, there's promise. I mean, uh, we're off to a good start thus far. Um, kind of hit a snag a little bit. We lost our opening uh, opening day game, but. Yeah, but you
0: you routed off the next four, so
1: right. So we're we're doing well. Um, you know, I I think that we have the talent and the potential to compete for at minimum a wild card spot, but we are in the worst division to make it, to have any sort of success in.
0: I, I think you guys would have to really take advantage of the games against the Orioles. Essentially. You'd have you'd have to take like fifteen, I think what, eight of those eighteen games. Absolutely. Um and and hope that I guess the Blue Jays kind of like uh, are in that sort of like mediocre level to, to mm-hmm. rattle off some wins against them, at least take, you know seventy five percent of those games too.
1: Yeah, we'll have to be
0: next to perfect. But you guys finally pay Blake Snell. Yeah.
1: Which was, that's that's great. I mean he, he had a, a bad opening day, obviously, but everyone has an off day. But Blake Snell, the reigning AL Cy Young winner, he is going to be—he's going to play a major part in whether we uh, make it to the playoffs this year, because he is our best pitcher. Um, obviously, he won the Cy Young, so he is going to be the best pitcher. He is nasty stuff. Uh, He—he's a tough pitcher to hit against. So I am I am optimistic with the race chances this year. Um, you know we'll see. Um, like Charles said, it's very early yeah. into the season. I mean,
0: we're we're in April, and I remember I made the comment. I think Cesar when I was talking about like the Dodgers and the Padres don't face each other until May. Um, Dodgers and the Padres have started off well. But he's like, oh, come on, it's the Padres. I'm like, okay, well, it's April. Weird things are happening. The Orioles are 3-1 and right now. <laughs> Nobody's expecting them to, to, to rattle off 90 wins or something like that. But you never know. I mean, baseball can get weird sometimes unless they found a money ball strategy to, to get them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the least hope of everyone <laughs> because my good friends uh, go down the standings right now. And as I look at the current score... On the, on the score crawl that we got right there, I'm a fan of the Miami Marlins. Now, we're 2-3. and three. Uh, We were able to split our series against the Rockies, who are projected to be a good team this season, and they made the playoffs last year. Um, we're already losing, I think, 5-1 to one to the Mets in the first inning, so it doesn't give me much hope. Uh, I'm not going to kid myself about this. Our season is going to be about tanking, um, and I hope the tank is... It's beautiful. I hope it's glorious, because I, my friends, am a like when I see a potential for a great tank, I'm all for it. Uh, it's it's and it'll segue into my Panthers talk later. But when there's a potential for a tank and you can really do it, you should go for it, mm-hmm. because there's no point in trying to go for it and essentially being what the Miami Heat are, and trying to get a sliver of a hope that you could do something but you're still a pretty average to mediocre franchise. So, Or essentially what the Miami Dolphins have done for the last 15 years. Um, or 20 years actually. God, it's been so long. Man, the <laughs> Dolphins suck. Uh, I had to sneak that in there. Every team in Miami sucks right now. Um, even the Heat. But the Marlins, it's about tanking. It's about building up their farm system. I, I, I still believe in Derek Jeter. Um in, in in the god of of Charles uh, and the Marlins just have to build up their farm system for the next two to three four seasons um, until we can actually uh, see if we can prove and pay some of these guys and keep them and make a run at the World Series but I don't know I, it's not a it's not a what it's not a hundredth anniversary year so I don't think we're gonna win on like the the, the little uh, <laughs> the little thing that um, Andrew pointed out and I actually want to show it about the, the, the correlation between the World Series logos and the Boston Red Sox winning World Series championships. Well, it's
1: no secret. I mean, I think anybody that follows Chris Kramer, uh who runs uh, sportslogos.net, which is kind of the definitive site for anything and everything sports logo related, um, he knows it. Like practically anybody who's a logophile knows this there is a correlation like between world series logos and boston red sox world series victories as you'll see here in a second Set, every world series so 2004 2007 2013 and 2018
0: so as you can see so there's 2004 uh right there world series 04 there's seven there's
1: a let,
0: let's go let's let's put it up real close so there's the Batterman logo the globe and the connection is the flags, you said.
1: Correct. So Every year that the World Series logo has had flags on it, the Red Sox have won the World Series.
0: Let's, let's, the proof is in the pudding. So there's, there's 2004, the two flags right there. So let's go. So in 05, there was none. In... 06? Oh, yeah,
1: sure, Charles. 04 was rigged. There
0: was none. Um, Yeah, 04 was definitely rigged. You guys couldn't throw out freaking Dave Roberts at second base. That You couldn't get David Ortiz to strike out. You couldn't get Alex Rodriguez to not slap the guy's glove, Bronson Arroyo's glove. Uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, okay, so that was 07. Um, I, I kind of skipped over it while I was... uh. Throwing some shade, but yep, there's some flags right there on the on the top left, and then let's uh, let's go back to the timeline. So there's 07, 08, whatever, and then let's get to was it 2013? Was their other championship? And very prominent, the flags right there. And how do
1: you, how do you even say yeah, that, Charles? Charles? What? He said that there was some bra- Boston Brujeria in oh, okay. 2004. Um, I actually had to look that up. Brujeria means it's witchcraft, craft witchcraft in Spanish. <laughs> I, I, and I, finally,
0: the last one, last season's World Series, not yet, 2018. Slash. Uh, we are so yeah. Uh,
1: we are working. We are looking at Illuminati type,
0: yeah, exactly. uh, Illuminati
1: level. Um, logo usage for, in World for, for
0: Major League Baseball. So essentially what we can confirm because they revealed the World Series logo already or it was leaked is there are no flags on it. So thus the Red Sox will not win the World Series this year.
1: Correct. Uh, I I thought for a while that the the every other year. Uh, <laughs> Go Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Go Cubs. <laughs> Um, I I thought thought that every year, uh, I thought the every other year year thing for the Giants back in 2010, 2012 and 2014, I thought uh, thought that was the biggest uh, Illuminati type thing in baseball. But this one has been under our noses for the past uh, 15 years, actually. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Man, I wish I had known that or else I would have like bet in Vegas, you know, like for the Red Sox last season It's like, hey, you know, give it a
1: shot bu says personally the fact that the red sox haven't won back-to-back world series in over a century is probably a better indicator
0: <laughs> that's true they I mean, they haven't yeah they haven't won a back-to-back world series they won five before their 86 year spell uh, all right so other bit of news uh ronald acuna the atlanta braves had decided to pay up in his sophomore season a uh, hundred million dollar extension for it eight years, it says here, right? Yeah, eight years. So the Braves are really going all in on this guy and going all in on just everything, really. it's uh, they are, I mean, they've who did they face in their first series again, the Mets. I think they face the Mets. And now the, I have a
1: question, I didn't look into this that much, but. Ha, is um, um is, is this, this an eight-year extension, extension tacked on to the six he already has, because they they can hold him for up to six years, um before he becomes a free agent.
2: I believe I, don't know, I it, figured... it overlaps and he starts getting the payments now, so they have him till he's like thirty or thirty-one.
1: Oh really, how yeah. old is he? Twenty-one. Oh, so they have him for ten years. Okay
0: been in their system for a while and that's why they kept touting him and then he finally made his debut and um mm-hmm. you know he was awesome so uh so we're here so we have there yeah eight years 100 million dollars uh manny machado got the 10 years 300 million bryce harper got the 13 330 arenado got the 300 something or 200 i think it's million. 230 yeah but then,
1: then oh yeah the big dog so um, as as urinating tree described it, described it. Uh, um, Mike, Mike Trout, Trout was given a was it a space, space colony, um, and a signing bonus of a planetarium um, by the Angels. He was signed for was it four hundred thirty million dollars over twelve, 12 years. years.
0: Twelve years to not go to the playoffs with the Angels.
1: That is some serious ch- that is some serious mula, dough. Uh, That is essentially
0: the angels saying um, We have to win the World Series Sometime between those 12 years Mm -hmm. Like they have to win the World Series Sometime between those 12 years Like he's going to be a great player And all that stuff But his Like I'm just thinking of it From his legacy type of standpoint He's got to win one ring In that 12 years Or else he's going to be deemed One of those You know uh, Charles Barkley Dan Marino-esque type of players I will say this though
1: I would disagree.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, Poor
2: let Andrew qua. finish the thought and I'll go no, into you, my pettiness.
1: Again, I've been, I've been Poor rambling qua. on more than I usually do. Poor qua, Charles.
2: Baseball isn't like basketball in that sense or is like football. You know, it's not his fault for getting that long term security in his contract. He's not the one who's out there on the mound throwing it to the batter. Um, you know, there's so many pieces of puzzle. It's on the organization who decide to keep him on that deal, provide him with that deal to build the best team that they can with a proper manager. Cause I think Mike Sosa is out already or he's out next year. Um, I think he just left
1: this season. I think. Yeah. 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 Because
2: I can, I can, I can tell you why I can't blame one dude because we did it to a rod. And the only time we got Rodriguez a ring is when we had to go out in Oh nine to get CC A.J. Burnett, Mark Teixeira. You, you know, baseball is as comprehensive as a team as possible, whereas for Chuck, it's a different story because he had to play true defense. I'm like, because, you know, there's that theory that there's no such thing as real defense in baseball, just quick hands and quick legs. Um, and other players who go from there, a the guy getting a 13-year, bazillion dollars. uh I'm not going to put poo on it. Maybe it's because in my old age, I've become more, uh, you know, more kind to athletes I shouldn't have, but, you know, just seeing it from our own growing when we had the big name guy. We had the Mike Trout of our generation at that.
0: Right. I mean, I, I, but I'd like to kind of rebut it in the sense that like, I get what you're saying that it's not his fault. So you wouldn't, you didn't blame a rod for the lack of the Yankees not winning before 2009. Uh, it wasn't until the Yankees got the support pitching wise that you know they could finally, I guess, absolve A. Rod once they finally won that '09 World Series. But that's that's kind of my True point degree, yes. for Trout is that it's it's not just him; it's the Angels as well. I'm not blaming all the blame on him. Mm-hmm. It's the Angels that are saying we have to win the World Series in the next twelve years because if Trout does not have a ring by the end of it it's going to be seen as a failure. If A-Rod went that entire tenure as the Yankees without a World Series ring, it would have been seen as a failure. Um, be, the 2009 season kind of justified everything that had happened before that. Um, so Trout needs to win a ring in that time frame. Um, I think uh, probably the only player that got a, kind of sort of got away with not winning one was Ken Griffey Jr., who was like part of the last of these great players as well. And, but you know injuries and the fact that and he was he mired in Cincinnati and Seattle for so long, but Trout and the angels the angels have the money to do it to 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 put and put a team around them and and try and get a ring, so i yeah. that's my my feeling as far as the angels are concerned
2: yeah see my my thing is that if, if you're coming in from the perception of your bases and I know this sounds very comical because of your fan base and even to a degree the race is the idea that every year you should always want to be a winner because winners get people to come to their games and everything like that each year you have the you should build the best team that you can within your reasons some people say hey the best teams is for the farm development that we have and double a and triple a ball and then you have people like me who are like hey money 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 Mm-hmm. And we build it that way. But the outset every season, because you want to know what happens if every season is like we never have the expectation to leave the so win. Because realistically, guys, it's three teams in baseball, only one team can win. And if you want to rest your laurels on being a National League champion or you want to rest your laurels on having the NLS, I'm not attacking the Dodgers, but that's my cute thing to uh, Cesar, uh, who's not here with us tonight. Uh, then, then you, then you do it, right? But in reality, there's going to be only one, like Highlander. But if you're at least not having a plan to build, and get there, you know, you fire your GM because he's just taking an easy cash money right there. He's just taking, taking your money. He's not doing anything. So if it's, if it's a good step for the Angels, like, hey, we understand that there's 30 teams in this league, and not everybody can guarantee us this, but this is the first step in the right direction to build to a championship because we have. Realistically you don't have thirteen years of my trout. You probably have a good five to six, maybe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, you know, but let's but, see he becomes, you know, something beyond that, but a LeBron esque hey, type of thing, but you know.
2: sports medicine is amazing science, right? Yeah. Um you know, you just be a DH at show, the end of it. Or you could be a DH. At least you're showing the blueprint. Like you go to the Marlins. The reason why Whoever is the human meat shield for Jeter as your executive operations, the reason why Mattingly is not getting fired every year is because the idea is you're building to a plan, restock, reload on prospects, get rid of all the heavy contracts. We got you in a couple of years. But the Yanks is like, hey, double sell on uh, you know a couple of our closers, you know all this Chapman. We fleeced them, got them back but we're building to a pharmacist for prospects or at least for buying out guys. It's a step in the right direction. I, you know, I understand the pressure because it's not every team. Like, you know, you're talking to Mr. Yankee, or if you give me a Mr. Nickname. Every year was, you know, the big boss over there smoking a cigar and is the throne of so, so
0: in a sense, you're saying, I mean, you're saying it's not essential for them or maybe even not essential for every fan to think, oh, I have to win it. We have to win a championship or else the season is complete failure and it's a loss or whatever yeah. i mean well it's actually the opinion fan, unrealistic. it is the opinion of uh, believe me there are dolphins fans that i'm hearing right now are not realistic whatsoever and not facing the reality yeah. that the team is yeah. just going to be awful but um there was a uh, ira winderman who writes who's the miami heat beat writer for the sun sentinel he actually has that same very same opinion that look regardless of whether the heat um make the playoffs or just barely get in and just get swept by the bucks he still thinks like the season can not be a total failure just because you didn't win the championship you could have these great moments that happen in between and be like okay we had all of these great moments and that itself is the value of sports and that's the value of of the season thus like when i saw dwayne wade beat the mavericks a few nights ago like i i'm like man this is my last time seeing him do this in front of my eyes and i appreciated it more than anything at this point um mm-hmm. so I, I guess i can get that sort of sense but i also think of it from a big picture standpoint as well as far as you know just uh legacy and everything else that I, I and just because Mike Chot seems like such a cool dude, he's just, he's into weather, like he loves weather. <laughs> like I it's like it'd style. be nice for him to win a World Series championship, and that's all I want to see, or at least get to the darn thing, and 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 lose if he has to, but I lose to the Marlins when at the twelfth year when we're finally good again. All right, guys, <laughs> sorry, we, we are halfway through this. Yep. So you know what that means tis our word from non-sponsors alright guys we've had three weeks to think of our people but I don't know who wants to start I got mine okay I'll go with mine alright so the other day I and I posted it on our on our Instagram um, I went to the Miami Open uh, it was a I got some freebie tickets from a bumble date uh, so uh, I, I freeload whenever I can and thus we went to the Miami Open. And if anybody, anybody does not know, the Miami Open is the first year at the Hard Rock Stadium, which is the home of the Miami Dolphins.
1: And Miami Hurricanes.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm a Florida State fan, so they I guess they play there. Uh, the former home of the the Marlins where they won all their championships against uh, Charles's Yankees. Uh, so we, uh, we had seen Serena Williams during the day. So we only had a day pass. So you get a day pass, and you have access to all the games during the day. Um, and so we, we saw uh, Venus Williams, not Serena, Venus Williams. Uh, very fun, very fun to watch tennis live. If you've never seen it live, I think that's probably the best way to watch tennis. and any sport, really. Yeah, essentially, but especially tennis, because other than Mario Tennis, I cannot get into it on a TV screen. Um, so we were leaving the venus williams match and these two old people this couple is very old couple they walk up to us and they're like oh are you guys together like yeah yeah and you know for for that day and we're like yeah and they're like oh we're not gonna go to the night um to the night matches so here's our two tickets and so they gave us these two tickets and we're like oh this is great this is fantastic we thank them a lot of stuff and so um they were club seats at hard rock stadium like like just, like if it were for football, they'd be fantastic tickets. Lucky bastard. Yeah, so I was in the club section of, of the Hard Rock Stadium, and I hadn't been there since 2013 when I saw the the Seminoles beat the Hurricanes. So, um, so I I hadn't seen the football stadium in a while. It's completely renovated. It's like a new building essentially. So kudos on the Dolphins, but my non-sponsors are those two. Old people, I don't know who they are, I don't know what their names are, but thank you very much for those tickets. Uh, I can now say that I saw great tennis players, and um, yeah, those are my non-sponsors. Two old people. Uh, Promo code um, uh, GILF. 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 (laughs) Uh Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> There's some people using a different uh, non-sponsored sponsor search engine on. <laughs> okay. What, did,
1: what was what did I don't understand this, bro? That's dope. Ngi free tickets. Not gonna lie. Oh, Not gonna lie. N- NGL. Okay, Charles, you want to go next?
2: Oh yeah. See, you guys. April is typically one of the most wonderful times of the year. You got, you know, the, the race of playoffs or basketball heating up to a big final ending. Uh, you got baseball coming in. But it creates a sensation an excitement, a sense of mania. Huh? Because, ladies and gents, it is WrestleMania season. Oh! By, uh, Hunter Hunter is the this, the I WWE th- Network.
1: I think we should combine this both into a, sponsor, a non-sponsor, but also his WWE. We, we
0: should segue into it at some point, yeah.
1: Okay.
2: We, we could segue because I got a mouthful put in, but to give you guys a little taste before we go into the main one. So the WWE Network, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan, but there was a period of my time where I didn't want to watch wrestling because some of the matches were crappy, the storytelling was awful, but I didn't like to pay pay-per-view money. Pay-per-view money was typically 50 to 60 bucks. I didn't need at a certain age to pay like 50 or 60 bucks to see Latoya Wilson dance around for me or Vince McMahon get caught up in bloody. But then came the WWE Network, and, you know, if it is the gospel, I am its profit. Um, <laughs> it's $9.99 a month, and you get over thousands of hours of content. You get to see all the pay-per-views, including WrestleMania 35. And you get to watch the eight-hour journey of Vince McMahon's brain trust of destroying storylines for years to have other storylines and the excitement and the fatigue, but the beauty and the excitement. And you can even watch all the old matches. Remember those WWF days when it was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock? Remember when DX was telling people to suck it so you were in school doing the hand signals suck it. boy? You're like, John, suck it. Or when you're the NWO and you're just telling everybody you can't be part of our clique because it's just too sweet? You can relive that faction, too, for $9.99 a month. And including that, you can also see some of the WWE Network special programming, such as 205 Live, which I don't watch, but NXT, which has a pay-per-view this weekend. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4, where Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole go at it for the vacant NXT Championship 2 out of 3 falls. It's two (laughs) fantastic wrestlers. You get to see them on the WWE Network this Friday. And it's only going to cost you nothing why because there's typically a free trial when you sign up i highly advise you do it DVD network promo code wrestling
0: oh oh boy hey, look look at this yeah streaming live you got a prepaid card you can redeem you can watch on your computer on your tv on your phone sheesh they got it they got it don't, for everything don't
2: be Taco Bell for a day. yeah good.
0: yeah man you can get a, yeah exactly this is great Wow! Look at that PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360. They don't have GameCube, but whatever,
1: you know. All right. I'll be honest. I don't really have a non-sponsor that stands out to me. Um, that look of shock on Francisco's face. Uh, this was a very kind of, kind of, sad. of hmm. very kind of. Well, you know what? No, I take that back. I take
0: that. Back. There we go. Improvise right there, right on the spot, dude.
1: <laughs> um the legendary internet connected gamecube
0: like the three games that support internet connection on the gamecube <laughs> fantasy star online and then i think mario kart double Dash at a land connection and i forgot what else but yeah
1: um so yeah anyway um my non-sponsor of the week is and i forgot their name actually i'm gonna look that up really quick <laughs> because i i didn't do any of the planning The nintendo
0: 60 yeah yeah they don't have n64 wwe network you got to talk to them charles you got to go up to orlando go up to orlando with with andrews and and be like yo uh there's no n64 connection to this i need (laughs) you know it doesn't require the expansion pack Can i transfer all my pokemon into it oh god pokemon in wwe Oh, that would be I, I, wait, know, wait
1: a minute, there's already a well, wrestling Pikachu in Super Smash. Yeah, that's brother. right.
0: There's uh, Pikachu Libre and then there's Incineroar, who is basically a wrestling
1: lion. Okay, so the name of the place is Tropical Acres Steakhouse up in Fort Lauderdale. Never been there before, but the reason I went is because I attended my sister's baby shower.
0: Dude, congratulations! Oh, oh, I got it on screen here. Alrighty.
1: Um, and I actually have never told either of the guys this, but guess my sister is having a baby, so. Yay! I will be an uncle, as strange as that sounds, you're, in about a month.
0: Yeah, you're joining the club, dude. <laughs>
1: um, very nice uh, staff were there. Um, it was a very nice place. I, I didn't actually get to see the main restaurant itself, since there was it was just a banquet room that we were in in the back. But like I said, staff was very nice. Food was very good. Um, but more importantly, I appreciate them, uh, you know, making the event very special uh, for my sister, uh, for her fiance. It was a great event all around. Um, so it was much appreciated to Tropical Acres uh, Steakhouse off of Griffin Road in Fort Lauderdale.
0: Oh, it's in Dania Beach. Okay. All right.
1: Close enough. Yeah. Um, keyword is, uh, future uncle.
0: Nice dude. Alrighty. (laughs) Perfect. Surf and turf. Perfect. Cheesecake. Nice. Love it. Okay. So that's our non-sponsors guys. So Charles,
1: let's go back to the WWE. Exactly. Uh, so wait, hold on. Timeout. Timeout. Sorry. Um, I think slash wanted us to talk about the The slash. The <laughs> Slash uh, okay. not, not just the Slash It's Slash 1100 So 1100 oh, my times my better th- than th- Slash <laughs>
0: Does anyone remember that episode of South Park Where they were talking about Slash as if he was he were Santa Claus <laughs> Okay Well. Okay. <laughs> that was an aside uh, Okay March Madness That's right It's a big thing that's happening right now We should probably talk about it right Winter Slash <laughs> That's true okay he remembers it (laughs) okay then we're down to the final fours finally
1: for both men's and women's we missed literally all of march Madness. we missed florida
0: state getting whooped by gonzaga we got to the sweet 16 so what can i say we missed ucf just just barely dude (laughs) come on almost you're almost there you're almost there
1: I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, still reeling from that. that. I, I was physically nauseous when that didn't go in. That was, that was centimeters away from going in the other direction. Literally. I'm not sure if anyone has seen it. I'm sure Francisco is going to pull it up on the screen right now, and I'm not going to look at it because I. Still I'm just going to put nerves. up the
0: bracket, dude. I don't want to give you any more uh,
1: PTSD. Thank, Thank you. I, ugh, I, I was physically nauseous when that happened that was uh, so heartbreaking it was it was worse than when you, it was even worse than when UCF lost the fiesta bowl to LSU this past year and I thought that wouldn't be topped but uh, oh, that boy. was so painful I know man um uh, but, but if there's that. any consolation um it's that Duke held basically the same score against its next two opponents uh, we lost by one or they won by one against us they won by two against whoever their sweet 16 opponent was and then they lost by one to Michigan State again I I know this is totally relying on uh, what's that thing called transitive property um, I and mean, you
0: could essentially say, I think some people even mentioned it on Twitter and stuff, that you guys may have created the
1: blueprint on how to beat Duke. Exactly. Um, And the crazy thing is, everyone, a ton of UCF people, or um, radio hosts, things like that, uh, including the official SB Nation uh, website, SB Nation blog, they knew what the blueprint was. They all knew it. And for some reason, no one else had picked up on it until Johnny Dawkins and the UCF Knights. I don't know why. It seemed seemed like a no-brainer in hindsight. The key is to not make them a full-court team, to make sure they can't go on fast breaks and keep them shooting threes from the perimeter because they, they have had, well, have... Um, it's going to be had, believe me. <laughs> he is not going to stick in Duke. They, they have Zion Williamson, who is a beast. Um, I tend to agree with everyone saying that he is the best basketball prospect since LeBron James. Or maybe not that far back, but he is one of the best prospects in a long time. And he, he can hit threes for sure, but his strength is in the paint. His strength is inside the arc. As is much of Duke. Uh, their three points. We were able to hold them outside most of the game, and that's how we were able to keep it close. Um, it also helped that we had a seven foot six Taco fall, um, <laughs> and everyone thought Zion Williamson was going to dunk on Taco, despite what Taco said that he said that he wasn't going to let Zion dunk on him. Taco was right. He did not. He did not get dunked on by Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so... What's but, basketball? <laughs> you, you, it's finally something for you to build upon. <laughs> Be you, Mr. Canada, what's basketball? That's, you know, that's the opinion of a lot of hockey fans. Like, a lot of hockey fans are very adverse to basketball for some reason. I, I, I've never understood why. Well, I can kind of understand why, but it, it's kind of... Like, they play in the same time frame and all that stuff. So, like, I guess it's kind of a, a rivalry in some sense, but it, it's... it's a uh, Oh, he says he's in the low major. That's why. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a Boston University that, that fan. That is True. That is um, true. But what I said about hockey fans is also true too. It is less a hockey fan thing as it is our basketball team oh, sucks.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm giving you kudos about that, Mister Canada, because uh, there's a lot of irrational hockey fans. That's for
1: sure. Um, let's see some of the comments as I was as I was talking. Tom Izzo chuckles at your pain. Uh, Tom Izzo is the head coach at Michigan State. <laughs> right, right. Uh, hard... I, I I disagree with you there, Charles. Uh, with you, Charles, and here's why: Michigan State has won championships. They've made it to the Final Four many times in the past. This was UCF's fifth time in the in the tournament. They had just come off their first ever win in the NCAA tournament, and they were centimeters away from taking down the number one overall seed. Can you imagine how much that hurts? <laughs>
2: Top culture pain.
1: Oh uh, dude. Okay. Um hard to dunk on a man who is as tall as Treebeard Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, and then Rip My Vols. Yeah, that's um not a great showing there by the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh sorry to say that slash. All right. Um yeah as you said oh florida, florida state the...
0: just lost we we got gonzaga and it was just like okay you know whatever
1: and what is the i you had it up what is the final what are the final four brackets oh well, i mean it's up here it's, it's auburn virginia
0: <laughs> virginia finally making up for their disaster last season <laughs> and they have to win at this point <laughs> and um and then finally uh texas tech and michigan state so um now it's we nice we got some but... some new blood in there as well and uh, unc and duke and all that stuff but i remember uh was a deadspin had an article um now that duke lost where do you direct your hate <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people are like oh we can direct it to the golden state warriors we can direct it to the new york yankees
1: you know the boston red sox the new england patriots so auburn uh, Slashes is, is pulling for uh, wait. You're directing your hate at Auburn. Well, it's in the SEC, so that's uh, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And, and we can't have Charles Barkley that happy.
2: I'm kind of Team Chuck, man. I I agree.
1: He needs
0: he needs a um, was it a vicarious championship in his life.
1: I am team teams that haven't won an NCAA championship before, and I believe that's Auburn and Texas Tech. Um, again, I don't know my college basketball history that well. Um, who are the other two? It's Texas Tech, Michigan, um, Auburn, Virginia? I th- has Michigan Virginia, State? Th- don't Michigan get that State. confused. <laughs> Michigan State, sorry. Um, I don't know. <coughs> um, and then over because the other three ruined my bracket. <laughs> and, then... <laughs> and then who are the <laughs> who are the the, team, uh, the teams in the women's bracket?
0: Oh, uh, well, it's up there on the, it's on our crawl. It's uh, UConn, obviously. Uh, they're facing off against the Fighting Irish, and then we have the Oregon Ducks versus Baylor in the women's final four. For, those, are, those are four expectable teams. Those mm-hmm. are
1: four teams that you would expect to be in the final four. They're all yeah awesome, especially UConn and Baylor. Right. Um, Notre Dame um, also has been good recently. Right.
0: Right. Did they win last year? I'm not even sure. I can't remember to be honest. we could always look it up on these fans. I don't even computers. remember who
1: won the men's tournament last year. So, uh, women's Yukon uh, being that good makes me disinterested in women's college basketball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so um, all right, so that's, yeah, I guess college basketball. I mean, we're gonna see the final four for both of these sites, and we'll we'll talk about
1: that next week, yeah um and can we since we're on we're on
0: college right so we yeah. might as well get on to the hockey mm-hmm. um
1: frozen Four. sorry right we now. keep pushing you back uh charles but all right we're, we're saving the best for last don't worry right? yeah we are saving the best oh no notes. he's collecting his thoughts right now so um, oh boy be you i am really looking forward to seeing what you have to say um so we
0: have here the uh, Frozen Four. It's being held at the Keybake Center in Buffalo, New York, home of the Buffalo Sabres, so at least somebody's winning a championship over there. Um, <laughs> I have to throw some shade at some team, dude. I'm a Panthers fan. <laughs> okay, don't worry, Brett Hull will not be in the crease. So <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you guys oh, won't boy. lose four Super Bowls in a row. Um, all right. So, so
1: let me just do a quick break. breakdown. Go ahead. Uh, semifinals are Denver versus Massachusetts, UMass, and then Providence versus Minnesota Duluth. Um, how they got there. Massachusetts is the number four overall so, seed. I mean,
0: we're looking at – okay, so I have the bracket up here. So we had St. Cloud State, who was number one overall.
1: Number one overall, and they lost to American International. Right. So, and then you had
0: Ohio State um, losing to Denver to nothing. So, Urban Myers once again eating
1: a pizza in the back of a truck. But let me clarify, though in football, this would be the upset of upsets. In this case, Denver is a very good college hockey player. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, no, there's a lot of Panthers um, prospects that have come out of Denver,
1: actually. That's right. I forgot that beat you. Uh, St. Cloud State was the number one overall seed in two, for two straight years, this year and last year, and they ball, lost ball, ball in the first for round wow. for two straight so years. So they've been
0: choking. Um, so then from that bracket, uh, Denver just spanked American International, shut out 3 nothing. So then we had the other bra- bracket. You had uh, UMass uh, beating Harvard 4 um, 0. Then the fighting Irish beating Clarkson 3 to 2. And then UMass. Uh, spaking the Irish for nothing. <laughs> um, finally, we had on the well, actually the next bracket, we had Minnesota Duluth, who they won a couple seasons ago, right? Um, uh, the 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 championship, I forgot what year, um, but uh, they um, they defeated Bowling Green two to one, then Quinnipiac two to one over Arizona State. Uh, very good season for Arizona State. Bravo, you guys for for making it into the tournament um that's awesome very great for hockey exactly i'm I'm extremely happy for them i'm hoping they build on it and can actually man if they make the frozen four make some noise
1: asu is the outside of alabama huntsville not to be confused with the crimson tide last
0: season that's right okay last
1: one bu knows his college hockey he he basically runs the college hockey uh subreddit so this is awesome that we get him in here each week to talk about this. Um, Um, so yeah, yeah, ASU is the only team Southern team, which is basically below the Mason Dixon line, um, in the entire division one men's. men's.
0: But it's, it's not just, it's, there are in a major college program, like as far as all the other sports are concerned, baseball and football, and basketball like now they have hockey mm-hmm. and it just kind of brings it all together really and it's it's um, the dream of gary Bettman is alive yes <laughs> and I as think, much as people hate him
1: <laughs> and look a lot of major quote-unquote at least in football major schools have club hockey teams um at the division yeah f- they, they
0: play in the uh the acha yeah. Usually,
1: yeah. Um, like UCF is there. FSU. Florida. Uh, yeah. Florida
0: Gulf Coast has a pretty good squad.
1: Miami, you name it. Um, but none of them are anywhere close to Division One. But like you were alluding to, I think if ASU continues to be successful, um, and you, you'll have to correct me, BU, but I don't even think they're part of a conference. So they don't even have the... The opportunity, the opportunity to get, get in as being a conference, conference championship, they ha- a conference champion. They have to get in, of their own merit, correct? Yeah, they're so essentially they're independent. independent. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like being Notre Dame, but worse, um, because they don't have the, in part because their current rank only sits like five hundred. Well, that's,
0: but it's great. It's great in a sense that they're doing it this way. It's kind of like when Bobby Bowden built up Florida State. He basically made, had the mantra any team anytime anywhere and uh, i mean the the sun devils are essentially doing that
1: right um so that was that is great that they they made it at least and they,
0: un- they- yeah they unfortunately lost to quinnipiac who then yeah. lost to minnesota, minnesota Duluth three to one and then we had the final bracket providence six to three over minnesota state cornell five to one over northeastern then Providence four nothing over Cornell, and then when we finally reach our frozen four in Buffalo, Providence will take on Minnesota Duluth, the defending champions, and Denver will then take on UMass, the Minutemen.
1: Um and then BU had brought up uh, here it is. Miss O'Duluth, who won last year, they're trying to be the first back-to-back NCAA champion since Denver in the early 2000s, so that's very interesting. Also, do not get college hockey fans started about that Providence Regional. I'm, I'm going to have to look that up, to be honest, <laughs> but... Uh, um, and pr- just as a note, Providence beat the number three overall seed Michigan State. Um, <laughs> I know some of these words, says Charles. Uh um, and then I, before we move on to WWE, uh, the region. Oh, the regional was in Providence.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. So they essentially Jacuz. had they essentially had a home ice advantage. That's yeah. Well, I mean, ja- but that's. I mean, you can technically have that in all the other sports too, as far right. Um, like like college um, basketball.
1: Like Memphis, for example, in the American Athletic Conference, men's... uh, Well, actually, men's and women's this year. So it was not at their home rank, and they still had
0: access to their home facilities, even though they were the four-seed in their region. But I I think that's just the luck of the draw, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But regardless, um, and and you can't really predict... Because I'm assuming they already had Providence set as a city before the whole tournament even started. So but i i can get the anger for for that mm-hmm. but all right so frozen um, four i I'm um, hoping then, i can catch that it's it's on espn 2 um, yeah, and the, the I th- whole tournament
1: i think the final the final and i think the final is on espn main uh which would be great and i love it because they they use the old espn hockey logo uh hockey song yeah. which um put them in Manchester, New Hampshire isn't that much of a of a schlep.
0: Uh but it, scheduling and all that sort of stuff, I yeah. I'm assuming I'm sure Providence wouldn't have been happy if that had happened. Mm-hmm. Um just to move it
1: to another city. Right. And then just a quick recap. And another state oh. really. Oh sorry. Um and then just a quick recap, as I mentioned earlier, the Wisconsin Badgers won the woman's frozen four Oh, that's Um, (laughs) right. They were playing. And the funny thing you pointed out to me, what what was the name of the arena? They were playing at the People's United Center. It it just
0: sounds like a communist state. It sounds like there's like a red star in the middle of it. And the the, the Soviet flag, the USSR, is is, 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 women's team plays there or something. Home of Quinnipiac, says BU. The Quinnipiac communists, as as we all know. (laughs) It just, it it just. (laughs) All right. We are not going to get sponsored by anyone in the United States after that, but. I'm sure a certain. uh, I'm sure the Continental Hockey League wouldn't mind sponsoring us after we could. We could do Continental Hockey League coverage. Why not? Uh, I don't even know where in the season they are in the KHL. I was following it for a little bit, but you know. uh... (laughs) Putin just (laughs) subscribed. Okay. All right. So that's our our college talk. We're done with college. We are one hour and twenty eight minutes in. We still haven't talked about the NBA. Uh, I
1: think we can leave it out. I don't know uh, we
0: we well actually, let's let Charles do his thing, and if we have time to talk about basketball, we can. Okay. Uh, because by next week, we're we we'll, we we'll be really in the final week of the season, so yeah. we're gonna even talk about it then. All right, Charles. We're gonna let you loose. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't wait for this. You know, some of
2: the greatest things in the history of mankind have been told us. The Big Bang Theory, you know, that's one of the miracles, phenomenons, evolution, dinosaurs, all that stuff. But the greatest thing that moves the soul of humanity is WrestleMania. This Sunday, starting at 7, kickoff starting at 5 on the WWE Network, is WrestleMania 35 now, I can sit here and tell you why it's fantastic, but take your Super Bowl. Take your Super Bowl. Imagine had a baby with, like, the World Series, and that met up with a person who had a baby with the NBA Finals, which had a baby with the Stanley Cup Finals, and they got together, and that baby was born and that met, like, the Olympians of wrestling, babe, and met pure Screen Actor Guild Award Oscars with some
0: ballet
2: <laughs> and theater, and fuck, uh, that it produced WrestleMania. So WrestleMania is 35 years old, and, oh, man, whew, we have a card. It is went from being simple to being, like, a four-hour pay-per-view with, like, seven matches to being, like, six, seven, eight hours loaded with everything. But this year is the year where Vince McMahon is laughing because not only is he telling Bill Polian and Charlie Eversall and Mike Dunn or Tom Dunn to suck it, <laughs> he's also telling people the MMA and UFC world to suck it because they are really riding the coattails of the phenom named Ronda Rousey who is going to be main eventing in the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania in a triple threat winner-takes-all title belt match between her as Ronda Rousey, as the Raw Women's Champion, versus Charlotte Flair. That's right, the daughter of the nature boy, Ric Flair, riding on these cocktails. Second best, but second's pretty good in a race, you guys. Remember that, as the SmackDown Women's Champion. And then we have Becky Lynch, the uh, Irish glass kicker, the man. That's her nickname, and moniker, and I love it. You know, they're going to be going at it. And whoever wins, wins both titles. Is there toxic of unification? I don't know, but I'm excited. Not really, because they overbloated it. Because Vince McMahon, when something's too good, he panics and goes even further. It's like, you know, you're getting a second date, dude, but you end up doing too much. Why are you doing this? She's going to call you. It's OK. So we have a couple matches that are breaking out in there. We have that who's going to be closing up the main events. We have Brock Lesnar, a former UFC heavyweight champion. You see the pattern? It's happening. Going against Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship belt. What do we know what's going to happen? I don't know. Brock's held the belt for about, I don't know, six, seven months. If he's going to lose, I'd be surprised. And we have all this other stuff. WrestleMania, you guys, I'm excited. You have a little bit of old school, new school. Triple H and Batista. That's what right. Drax is coming up. He's, <laughs> he's promoting Endgame. Remember when I talked about them having a baby the SAG Oscar winning awards? He's him, and he's pure Hollywood persona. It's gonna be a no holds barred for Triple H's career because Batista's doing this for one last match because he doesn't want to go out like no punk. So we're really gonna have it at the biggest WrestleMania moment you have. The highlight match. The match I'm looking into: AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Names that none of you people know but AJ Styles can have a five-star wrestling match with me, and I barely have one good knee. He can have a five-star match with a broom. He can have a five-star match with a baby. The man is talents, bathed in talents. His perfume, his cologne, the natural scent of it, Musk, is talent. You have the Intercontinental Championship of Bobby Lashley, who was a former MMA fighter. Remember I talked about the pattern? Going against Finn Balor, the demon. That's right, he has a persona where he puts face paint, and body paint on him because it's intimidating. The guy's like 5'11", and Bobby Lashley is like a 6'8", black man with muscles upon muscles looking like a boulder. I call him Bocchi Lashley because he can't do any moves. Don't steal that trademark. I'm going to be putting it myself. You have the United States champion, Samoa Joe. Big old man going against Rey Mysterio. That's right. He's still alive. He's still kicking it. He dresses like a gay little unicorn. You really should, uh, you know, no. Put it on the screen. Type Rey Mysterio Jr.'s newest attire. You're going to agree with me. You have the Women's Tag Team Championship with people I don't kind of care about because it's oversaturated, so I'm going to skip that. Uh, but it's for women's tag bills. So You have The Miz and Shay McMahon. That's right, Shay McMahon, because it's not WrestleMania without McMahon getting their ass handed to him. And it's going to be Fall's anywhere. It's going to be a weird match. This is the sense: Kurt Angle, a former Olympian versus Baron Corbin who used to wrestle in the NFL. What do we know about Vince McMahon in full H? The talents that they get, former MMA fighters, former football players that couldn't make it. It's going to be a terrible match. I'm going to do it and then you have the Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy's Tony Meese, whatever. Yeah, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, whatever. Women's Battle Royale, whatever. I mean, <laughs> fun know about, I say, Battle Royale last year, just who made a special guest appearance. He's now retired. It was rumored now to be getting the WWE contract real soon, Rob Gramkowski. Dare I say, Miss McMahon just whips out the wallet and throws some cash money at him? Maybe, because who wouldn't want to see Bill Belichick writhing in pain seeing, <laughs> look at what my boys become like the godfather. Look what they've done to him. <laughs> Couldn't take a hit, but he's going to take fake ones on the mats. You guys, I'm excited. It's happening. Uh, I'm all excited.
0: I, I literally just posted this up here, and... I already had an advertisement on YouTube for WrestleMania. like and so I, okay so I'm looking at Ray Mysterio what the heck is he wearing a unicorn what what he looks like he like a really very like a really sad Cincinnati Bengals fan <laughs> he
2: looks like a Cincinnati in it we're going to go on the deep end we're going to get canceled he's basically uh you know a I guess for those who aren't cultured, I don't want to explain to him S and M really is, but you know, he's basically, you know, the submissive in the relationship with the mask with his Cincinnati Bengals outfit. Love me some Ray Ray. He still does it from time to time. Again, this match was horrible. I was watching it last night. Yeah. I don't know. Look at that. Look at they've done some. I mean, boy.
0: his it's, it, you know, the weird thing is, is his tattoos on his chest. It looks like he's wearing a bra. So it, it doesn't. It just looks weird. He's got the feathers and the thing and the, 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 the tiger stripes on the side. Like I, I don't know who, it's, who designed that. Adidas. I'm, ass, I'm assuming Adidas designed it.
2: Designed it. You know.
0: Thong.
2: You know. He's not going to be like Cardi B knocking out dudes. he will just them line up. It'll be okay.
0: Oh boy. All right. So WWE is. Uh, is about to have Wrestlemania they're promoting it like crazy right now and Charles is already doing some free promotions for them so we gotta shoot that guy up to Orlando to have a word with them yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't been outside of their office to, to kind of like hey guys yo this is what you should do
2: What's the dream job is for some reason my man, here's my
0: have you actually ever looked for a position with them
2: one time and then they wanted like a photo shot. And I'm like, I look like Shrek. Let's not do this. <laughs> I would love to be a writer to book a logical stuff too. Cause I would have midgets. I would have kittens in there. I would have like a garden rake, you know, write storylines about that. Because at the end of the day, wrestling is a soap opera and a ballet. It's a dance mm-hmm. with some opera coming in. You know, what you're seeing with the Ray Mysterio Baron Corbin match. It's basically, this is not just a push a match. It's Kurt Angle's final match at WrestleMania. So Baron's just beating up on his buddy. He's beating up on his buddies, like, you know what? Because they're going to face each other at WrestleMania. I don't care about your little midget Cincinnati Bengals stripper fan. I'm going to end this stuff. And what happens? Baron beats him. Spoiler. And then at the end, Baron's like, ha, ha, ha. I did this. And Kurt Angle comes out of nowhere and just twists his ankle and beats him up. And I'm like, look at that, guys. Done. It's what you got to do. If you like the theater, like educated people, and you're sick of seeing the old same stuff, like rent.
0: Rans- oh, there it is. I see it. Oh, no. No. And
2: it's, guys, and it's ba- it's so badly done and executed. But guys, why would you want to pay all that money to the theater to see uh, you know, all the stuff that we talked about when for 9.99? I mean, look at that two bald men, one looks like Mr. Peanut. The other one looks like a bouncer at a, a high class establishment.
0: Okay, all right, so that's that's the end of that. Okay, well, there it is. Ow. Sunday, April 7th. Kickoff starts at 5. Where's it being held? MetLife um, Stadium. Met, Met, oh, Met home West of the New York Giants and New York Jets. Uh, not a dumpster yeah. fire there. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: I'm throwing a ton of shade at a ton of teams right now, only because my teams are dumpster fires themselves. All right, so that was our wrestling talk. Thank you, Charles, for another riveting riveting update on the world of wrestling. We, we love hearing it and I can't wait to chop that up and put it on on Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that I, and Instagram especially. All right, so you have twenty minutes left. We do have 20 minutes left. I we I still want to talk about the NHL uh, and we because we are coming down to the um, the final, games of the season. I think there's only about two to three games left for pretty much all of the 31 NHL teams. So uh, we will start with that. And I guess we shall start at the top. And that is the Tampa Bay lightning. Andrew, the lightning have been awarded the president's trophy already. They have clinched home ice throughout the playoffs. They are on a historic run. They've won 60 games in the NHL. And you guys better damn well sure win the cup. Yeah. Like this
1: is it. Yeah.
0: Like there's no other option.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like if you lose, it doesn't matter when either. It just, it doesn't matter if it was game seven. Double overtime. You have to win the darn thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know when the last time a team of this caliber has had to try and win the cup or else like you made a suggestion, was it ninety five, ninety six Red Wings or something?
1: Yeah, the there've only been three teams in NHL history. Uh better to get bounced from the first round than lose in the cup finals. No. Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> um
0: That that's like saying like when the Warriors lost uh, to the to the to the Cavs in twenty sixteen. Like it didn't matter when they lost. The fact that they lost is all it is. Like if they got bounced in the first round, it would have been a catastrophic failure. For the Lightning, it is literally they, they just have to win. I don't even like getting to the cup they already lost the cup final in twenty fifteen to the Blackhawks. Like they, they, they barely made they almost got to it in twenty eleven. But yeah, that was the, a completely different team obviously but they have to win now.
1: Yeah, the the Lightning um have made it to the conference final. Uh, Be you,
0: as far as that at least you still get a trophy. Tell that to the Florida Panthers <laughs> fans right now because that Prince of Wales trophy we've been we've been looking at that banner for for 20 something plus years now and it's it's not getting any better.
1: Um yeah, you kind of took the words out of my mouth there. Um, this is anything. Sh- and listen, in any other situation, I say, okay, if you can make it to the finals, you know, that's a great accomplishment. Uh, that's a good, you know, question. like for example, with UCF, it's a great accomplishment to take the number one overall seed down to the centimeter. Um, the lightning have to win this this is non negotiable. They are the most, they are the winningest team since 1995, 1996, which was the they, 62. They
0: have a plus 100 goal differential.
1: They have a plus 100 goal differential.
0: They are 32, 7 and 2 at home. You guys haven't even lost double digits at home. You're 28, and essentially, let's say without the betting points, 28 and 10 in a, a way like, like, you guys are stacked on both sides.
1: It's... Listen, I know you've got 16 teams. Each one has an equal chance of making it to the... Making it to and winning the Stanley Cup. I get it. But in terms of how much... You can't go through a 60-win season and not be expected to be the Cup, uh, cup favorites. Um, play yeah I know BU, and,
0: I, I, and I, yeah I mean especially in the NHL because the NHL has the most random chance out of all the sports it
1: is definitely it has the mm-hmm. most parity I think of any right uh, any of I mean, them the LA Kings
0: ones. were an eighth seed and they won the cup so uh, the Carolina Hurricanes could just get hot right and and beat the Lightning in, in a seven game series it could right like it I don't expect it to happen but cuz I don't really think any of those those bottom 3 teams trying to fight for the last two spots can beat them but and it just takes a hot streak you could like like you could draw the Columbus Blue Jackets and let's say Sergei Bobrovsky finally shows up and actually stands on his head to win you know so yeah
1: yeah I completely understand all of that and believe me I've been racking my brain about this topic for the past couple of months seeing how successful the lightning have been but in terms of this would be a you blew it moment times a million this would be devastating if they can't win the Stanley Cup considering that one this is a, this is basically the last year of this core um the lightning are pay up soon they they got to pay up up soon and they are thanks to steve Iserman, he is a shrewd he is a shrewd business who is officially
0: not the gm anymore
1: but right right but he created this correct he got it right at the salary cap got these incredible players right at the salary cap uh, these this is the last year for a lot of those players on their current contracts, and you obviously cannot pay them all because they're going to want more. Um, this is the last year for that core, which has been mainly around since 2015, the last time they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I mean, obviously, new guys have come in, like Andre Vasilevsky. Um, I think Kucherov is... is wasn't on the 2015 team and he is absolutely tearing tearing it up up. um i think he's over 120 points this year which is absolutely absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. um this 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 is is a situation where where this 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 will be the the best opportunity the lightning will have a have to win a cup perhaps for the foreseeable future because this is a well-meshed team I mean, look at uh, Louis Domingue with his antics post game, like driving a motorcycle <laughs> through the clubhouse. Um, any teams I want to avoid playing in a series, all of them. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just want them to hand us the cup. Andrew
0: is so. You are so nervous about this this playoff run right now. I am because so nervous. It essentially, you guys like you have to win. It, you, like. You have- like every other team, every other team that's going to make the playoffs right now, um, they all have a shot at least. Mm-hmm. And just getting into the, the Stanley Cup playoffs is all you need. It's just for most teams, that's that's all it takes. And I think if I were hot at the right time.
1: I think if I were going to let Andrew have a WrestleMania segment of ranting if the Lightning lose. Dude. Oh, I, Lord. But,
0: But it's... The the lightning are at a point where it's it is is if there's it, it's win or bust it's win or bust but um I'm just thinking of the teams that they wouldn't want to face I mean they basically handed the butts to everybody at this point
1: yeah it, but that's but the it's thing, the regular though, season right that's the thing though is you know like if I was a Golden State Warriors fan I would feel well, this, not so, this season.
0: Let's take a look right now, okay? Because we have, the NHL has like um, uh, their last 10 games. So the Lightning, I've they've, they've gotten 8-2 uh, and two in their last 10 or something like that. Um, right now, who's hot? You have the Washington Capitals who are kind of uh, the, the New York Islanders, but these teams are just kind of like in the metro, are kind of just coasting into their seating. Um, the, the Penguins are hoping to get home ice over the Islanders. So maybe that could happen, but the Capitals are always going to face uh, one of the the, the top wildcard team, the Blue Jackets, the Hurricanes, and the Canadians are all they have to win. So they're right. all basically winning around the same time. Mm-hmm. Carolina is kind of wavering there, which is unfortunate for for us because we are fans of them. They are fans of us because um, uh, Boynton actually followed yep. us on our, our Insta- on our Twitter page, so. Um, you know, we love those bunch of jerks, and we hope they win. And, you know, obviously when the Habs don't make the playoffs,
1: that's great for everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Charles brings up a good point here. Um, and as I was thinking about it, Charles, I think any team that has won a Stanley Cup in recent history, I am very scared of uh, Very scared of playing. In this case, that would be the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals. The
0: Columbus Blue Jackets are getting hot.
1: That, if they...
0: Let's say they wound up as that second wild card, and you have to face them. Like they have the the tools. They have Panarin, they have um, they have Atkinson, and they've got Sergey Bobrovsky and a Vesna winner already. Yeah, that's that could be the, the Achilles' heel.
1: A The thing that scares me the most is a team with a good goaltender. Um, that would be Bobrovsky. That would be Price. That would be. Um, Mark Andre Fleury over in the West. Um, I, what's the what's the Penguins guy's name? I forget. Uh, Murray. Thank you, mm-hmm. um, Murray. Murray, I'm fairly scared of. Anybody um, who's
0: at least had a ch- has already made the run. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If
1: you have, have Tuukka Rask
0: out in Boston, um, I think you have Anderson in in, in Toronto.
1: I'm a little uh, less scared of the Islanders just because they don't have that playoff experience. I think they've only made the playoffs once in a blue moon, and that was the one year that they beat you guys. Chocek
0: was still trapped, by the way. But oh, oh no, ahead. absolutely. <laughs> e-
1: even urinating tree agrees. You guys got jobbed. Um, to to put this in Charles' terms, this is like the Montreal screw job. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but... Um. Uh, I think any team that has had any sort of experience in the playoffs, they are going to be tough uh, because there's something that happens when you're in the playoffs. It's a whole different animal.
0: That's why NHL playoffs are one of the best. Exactly. If not the best. Uh,
1: And um, Charles made a good point. Uh, the game changes in the series when you have to play the same team up to seven times. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's why these one game... Tell that to the Columbus Blue
0: Jackets. They were up 2 nothing on the Washington Capitals and then promptly lost. You guys <laughs> lost to the Capitals last season. The same thing. The Capitals beat the Penguins finally. Right. Uh, that whole run for the Capitals essentially was that comment that Charles just made. Like everything changed. There were points where the capitals were down, and those teams had chances to take them out. The lightning forgot how to score, and that could very much happen again. So
1: they've shown Um, it. Yeah, it's there. There are plus and pluses and minuses to the different playoff systems, which is one game, one game takes all versus a best of whatever. Um, You know any team a team that is uh, that would lose 99 times out of 100 something something it was 3-1 um yeah uh the, the lightning series was 3-1 yeah i think uh, so i must have uh, blocked that out of my head um but Oh, 2013. Oh, that's right.
0: The 2013, the, the freaking Toronto Maple Leafs, finally. Oh, yes. That, that entire collapse. Oh, my goodness gracious. That was really bad. I mean, it felt great seeing the Leafs lose in that sort of fashion, but at the same time, the Bruins won. However, the way the Leafs lost, you know, you, you
1: take mm-hmm. the good with the bad. Uh, okay. But, but, um... Sorry um yeah it, it, one game take all you know you never know you know that team that wins 99 times out of a 100 could sneak up and do something remarkable um but at the same time you know a team like the let's say the New England Patriots who are vastly superior than most of the teams in the NFL you have a better idea of, they have a much better chance they have higher percentage percentage of winning because they the other team doesn't know their game plan that well they can't really get used to them but if you're playing at minimum a four game series then you start to pick up on tendencies yeah so okay so i am i am cautiously optimistic about this playoff for the tampa bay lightning
0: yeah. Um, which is uh the complete opposite of the other side of Florida. <laughs> um this is something I wanted to talk about. I'll try
1: not to go over too long with this. Oh, I'll try to keep it within two minutes. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, I I, I totally oh, ranted. I'm Oh not, no,
0: you were not ranting in a sense, you were uh praying to the hockey gods that's And I, I that don't the, usually the the the, the lightning yeah. kind of put this all together and finally do it, but I'm on the other side. Mm-hmm which is I'm a Florida Panthers fan. I've been a fan since 2011. I've had myriad of opportunities with the Panthers. Very thankful for them uh, when I covered them um, as a member of the media. Very great organization um, and all that sort of jazz. But from a fan perspective, I am, I am fed up as empty seat picks galore Twitter account. <laughs> would attest to. I am fed up with the team. I think uh, a lot of our fans are fed up. Season ticket holders are fed up. We were, we've were. we been promised a bright future in for the Florida Panthers since Dale Talon took over in 2010. Uh, essentially, right off the heels of the Blackhawks finally winning the Stanley Cup final, which he had a huge, huge hand in... In constructing, and I'll give it to this to, to them. They've they've got a great core of players. Alexander Barkov has just tied the Panthers' season, sing, season single season record for points in a season, ninety four with the great Hall of Famer Pavel Bure. Um, Jonathan Huberdeau having a career year. Evgeny uh, Dadanov another great year. Mike Hoffman, best trade we've made since. We got Jager. Um, all of these guys, we have. We, this is our best offense. I don't know if in franchise history, but it's pretty, It's getting pretty darn close. Um, we have the third best power play, which the Panthers' power play has been abysmal since I've become a fan. And we finally figured it out. Like, offensive standpoint, the team finally has figured it out. Unfortunately, we forgot how to play defense. We also forgot that James Reimer is not a 1B goalie. He is definitely a backup, and a backup backup, as in he should be sitting next to Ryan Tannehill type of backup. Um, uh, So enjoy that, Charles, in Tennessee. Uh, (laughs) Got to throw some shade at Ryan Tannehill. He's finally gone from the Dolphins. That happened also between this time that we were not talking on the show. And Roberto Luongo is going to be 40 years old. He still has three seasons left on his contract, by the way, that the Vancouver Canucks gave him. But he's 40 years old. And unless he has like a Dwayne Roloson type of run, like he had in 2011 with the Lightning, it's, it's, we should find a new goalie, <laughs> you know, preferably one, you know, who wasn't born in the 70s, uh, just for my thoughts. Um, to give
1: you an i to give you everyone an idea of how old Roberto Luongo is, he is one of four or five players that played an NHL game in the nineties. Him and Zdeno Chara, and there are two or three others.
0: Um, yeah, maybe Marlowe and Thornton. Maybe. Thornton? Yeah, those two, and yeah. I think
1: there was one more. But these play these guys have been playing for nearly twenty years, and almost if they can hang on for one or two more seasons they will have been they will have played over three decades
0: oh funny thing for baseball there's no player that's played in the 90s anymore like the last player bartolo Colon, he's not playing right now he's not on any team so there's no single major league baseball player that has played in the 90s right now
1: but on the opposite end of that the first player that was born in the 2000s is now playing with the toronto blue jays right so, so we're all... And not, not played in the, the 2000s. The sound's was going to blow up. <laughs> <Born>. <laughs> I'm very depressed right now with the Panthers. <laughs> me too. I should be
0: in that depression-sucking factory out in California. There's a helmet that sucks depression for some reason. At least oh. they think it does. Uh, but okay, uh, let me wrap this up because... Um, I just want the Panthers to not hurt me anymore. <laughs> this is a really bad intervention for the Panthers, but
1: for those that are for those who can't see what francisco is doing he's practically putting his hands together and looking up and praying to the hockey gods like right, i was just
0: freaking gordy Howe, if you're up there if you could sprinkle some some of your fairy dust onto the panthers up there with ted Lindsay and and um who else is dead uh <laughs> <laughs> um, and maurice rocket richard and You could use a goalie. You could use uh, Terry Sawchuk. Yeah, I could use Terry Sawchuk or um, Jacques Plant. Just some of those great original six guys um, to kind of give the Panthers uh, some semblance of of hope. You know, I I wouldn't mind going back to the Stanley Cup finals, even losing, you know, (laughs) even losing. We could hang another banner. That'll look really nice, you know. We don't, I mean, we don't have to do, you know. It, just, it doesn't have to be that great. We could get swept again. I don't even care. <laughs> but man, I'm tired of the gimmicks with the marketing. Um, I, I'm tired of uh, they had this is on Fox Sports Florida, their 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 channel. <laughs> they had Alexander Barkov saying because it's the 25th anniversary um you know panthers hockey 25 years and we're just getting started and the way this season has gone which on paper this roster should have made the playoffs it's it you're i'm everybody has taken it as if 25 years and you guys are now just getting started (laughs) like that's how we're taking it like the marlins could do that in fact that was their model last season just getting started for their 25th anniversary but at least they had two World Series championships. So you could be like, well, you know, other than the horribleness, we at least had two shining moments. While us, the Panthers, our shining beacon is getting swept by the avalanche in 96. In a fluke season. Like, the Vegas Golden Knights are good. That Panther squad lasted two good seasons. That was it. But I, I just...
1: Charles chimed I, in really quickly. Over, I only
0: went to one game. That one game that we went to. Yeah. No, 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 two games this season. Two games this season, um, with you guys, and I don't know what can be done. It's just this is kind of like the feeling of a lot of sports fans. This is, um, this it, it just replace it with whatever team that you're you're a fan of that's doing horrible right now. And for me, it's all of them. <laughs> It's all of them: the Panthers and the Heats, which they're still fighting, the Dolphins, the Marlins, and even the Seminoles football team. Just, I am not having a good time right now. <laughs> okay, end of that. Whatever. Um, well,
1: two more very interesting comments here. <laughs> we should have invested it.
0: In, we should have invested in the AAF instead of the Hurricanes owner.
1: <laughs> and then the Panthers want the Panthers want the AAF Bill Polian vision.
0: Nah,
1: we're not that desperate. You always know the best things to chime in on the the chat. I try.
0: (laughs) Okay, Uh, guys, we're at two hours.
1: This was a fun one. I I had a lot of fun with this Unfortunately,
0: we couldn't get to the NBA, but once again, we'll talk about it next week because the end of the season is going to be happening by then. And we'll have a better idea of the playoff seedings and... And the dumpster fire that is the last three spots in the, of the Eastern Conference.
1: Right. And um, then on and, top of that, we won't waste, quote, made. unquote, waste. Uh, we won't use 30 minutes to talk about the AAF because they'll either be alive or they'll be dead. And right. we can cover that in about mm-hmm. five to ten minutes.
0: But uh, And we didn't do all our other segments, but we had a lot of stuff to talk about from the last three weeks. So thank you, everybody, for joining us on the 20th episode of Sports Goofs. Thank you to Andrew. Uh, Thank you to Charles. Uh, Congratulations to our member, Cesar. He won a case. So that that is why he could not be here. So good on you, dude. Congratulations.
1: We we have to end with Doug. Doug.
0: And Doug, all I know is that he could hear Ultra from the Grove, uh, the Ultra Festival. And he was uh, essentially chiming in on the traffic situation there.
1: Hashtag FireFest2. Yeah, but... (laughs)
0: Regardless, thank you, everybody. Uh, Have a good night, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. And we will see you guys hopefully next week for another episode of Sports Goose. Ciao. Love,
1: Love peace, and and hair grease, everybody. everybody. Watch wrestling. (laughs)